Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 178 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn to my left is bradley saucier and to his left is bobby timmons the three of us make up at black flag pod on all things social media more importantly though of the three of us all the way down on the left there bob you are the most recent smack tour winner from the Wiscasset Speedway on Saturday, so let's just jump right to it, pal. You did Flappy Bird things, and apparently you didn't suck at it. Somebody asked me how Flappy Birding went, and I said, well, we outflapped the rest of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Leader, leader of the flock. Yeah, we were uh, the flying V like I was the first bird. You yeah. the flockers. Were you heading south for the winter? Or? Uh, geez, I don't know where I was going. It took me about 10 laps of the feature to figure out how to get around the place, because I forgot uh, where we were. Wiscasset, Smack Tour, like Charlie said. Um... Only chance, uh, only chance of the year I get to race in the state of Maine. Um, it's cool to go there. I'm certainly the most popular driver in the field. You know, me and Ben Tinker being basically local guys compared to everybody else. Um, so it's always cool to go there. And the place was packed as it should, you know, should be for five dollars to get in. Um, it seemed like even everyone in the pit area was on the fence, you know, to watch the feature. Uh, day we were really weren't that good in practice the first practice i went out and the thing sucked and i was pissy and figured out that we'd cut a tire down which not ideal for your super modified racing the second practice still wasn't very good worked on it for the heat race finished fourth in the heat race which was good enough to make the redraw still wasn't great but i i kind of had to guess between you know where was the car lacking and where was i lacking and and uh nailed it for the feature um started fourth kenny white had drawn the pole and he was super, super fast. He always is. He's always the fastest car in practice at these smack races. But um, I told Dad, you know, A, he's going to get out front early. That's fine. Uh, last year, I blistered both rear tires. Definitely the left rear. Killed the left rear last year. So I said, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure we have rubber on it at the end. You know, I assume there's going to be a couple cautions. There usually is. So if I, uh, starting fourth, I knew I had to get a good start, get by the couple slower cars in front of me, we are going to be in good shape. I said, also, if this race does run out green, you know, Kenny has struggled before in lap traffic. So I said, I think we're going to be good. So we, uh, they dropped the green and Kenny takes off like a rocket, bad out of hell, five tenths faster than the whole field. 
and I'm watching him going, that speed is just not sustainable. I mean, I just didn't feel that his left rear or right rear could handle that for four, uh, for 45 laps. So I just let him go. Have at it, dude. I got to second um, by lap two. Just kind of riding, just saving my stuff. And he caught the back of the lap traffic. And the first car he caught, he run into the back of, or that car came up. I don't know. You know, they say one thing. The other guy says the other thing. Either way, they both ended up wing deep in the fence. So uh, looked like it was a pretty bad wreck. They both were okay, but both cars were destroyed. And uh, I'm going down the back stretch watching a pilot in the fence in a three, and I'm like, man, that was wicked. Wicked cool because I'm the leader now. That was pretty mint. Don't even have to work for it. So we uh, we sat on a red flag for a minute. Um, like I said, those dudes were okay, but um, had another restart. And um, my buddy Ben Tinker, he got to second, and I'm like, man, that's cool. We're gonna finish one two, you know. Again, Ben Ben had been real fast all day. Um, had another red flag. They had a big old wreck on the front stretch to the point where poor Westcastle ran out of tow trucks. They they needed two to peel the first two dudes out of the fence, and then now they got four more. So sat there for quite a while, um, you know, getting that wreck cleaned up, and I think the sun went down and and helped my car get better and. Uh, on the restart, Ben was second. He got in line, and next thing I know, I saw the 50 of Dave Helliwell. He started 12th, and he was very fast in his heat race. Showed me kind of a nose wing getting into one. I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't even account for Helliwell. I got to go, and I don't, I don't think I needed to go. I, I had a I had a pretty pretty good enough lead by the end of it that I uh, probably was okay. But, um, yeah, just cruised home from there, lapped a couple cars, did end up blistering the left rear like I didn't want to do, but nowhere near as bad as Dave uh, Helliwell's. His was shredded, like bad. And it's nothing to do with the tires. It's just those cars are so bit, you know, gripped up on the left rear and so fast that it happens. So we uh, took down our second smack win of the year, my third of the season total, the first time I've won in the state of Maine since 2014 at Beatridge. Um. Drink so, some beers after. So all good things, it sounds like. Yeah, it was a good day at the races. You know, uh, it's always a good day when you go there. And we loaded up for this one. I mean, we worked real hard. Um, I really wanted to win this one. Out of all the smack races on the schedule this year, I definitely had this one circled. So glad it paid off. It's always awesome to go up there. You know, for our one stop a year, the Jordans roll out the red carpet for us, and they're just the fans are awesome. You know, they they it's almost like indie cars are in town. Yeah. <laughs> It is a little bit different than what typically does go there, so I'm sure that everybody that's in the, the local area there appreciates seeing something different on a. Yeah, and I got to see a lot of familiar faces, you know, some old Beatridge faces, and just you know, people. I even had a guy, out, you know, because their victory lane is uh, in the grandstands, basically, and yeah. a guy says, "Did you used to race at Beatridge years ago?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I ran Pro Series. Oh, I thought that was you. I, I wasn't sure though. You, you know, you're not number 48 anymore." I said, no, no, that was. That was Mulkern's number, not mine, but so it seems like a lot of Beatridge uh, fans have migrated their way up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big old pop when, uh, actually, when Bob got out and said that he hadn't won in the state of Maine since 2014, it was a pretty solid cheer coming from the crowd. So Yeah, yeah and the, was, uh, uh, Nick Huff was doing the interview. Apparently the top three, we, we were just uh, sizing up our stand-up acts because all three of us were just being sarcastic comedians on the microphone. Uh, he, had, he had said... And I didn't know this, but before I got out of the car, he had said, you know, I win at his home track. And I said, yeah, it's not quite my home track, but it's good to win in the state of Maine. You know, my home track's now an Amazon Warehouse Center. And, <laughs> and then I was thanking all the sponsors, and I, I called you two dopes. I said, oh, yeah, my buddy's at the Black Flag Podcast. I tried to get these dopes to come up here. 
but they thought that fendered cars at a parking lot was cooler than watching their buddy win. <laughs> well, I, to be fair, the the July thirtieth race that uh, as of a couple months ago, it was supposed to be you racing the Flappy Bird, Russell racing the Pro Stock, and me racing the Super Street all on the same night. And boy, and didn't that fuck fall apart. that we had a we had a plan of all three of us winning on the same night, and well, you did it on your own, but <laughs> you two uh, didn't show up. Yeah, we just weren't there. So uh, bad at a thousand. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, good job, Bob. Uh, it's always good to see you do that stuff. It's uh, it's been quite the ride since we were seven years old racing go karts. So. Um, that being said, the, the weekend actually started for all three of us on Friday, Bartlett bridge had a week seven, I think it was. And, uh, I think personally, maybe a little biased here, smoothest night that we've ever had in the three years of doing it. Other than the senior sportsman class, they reached their time limit. They were at one more caution and they were going to be done for the night. And in fact, there was a go-kart that spun out when I was give, getting ready to give them two to go. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope, you're racing for 15th on back. Stop fucking spitting out for 15th on back. Well, it's, it's always the, the it's, leaders were putting on a fuck of a race and just couldn't get going because it's always the guys running. But it, that that's 10th, it, 11th, it's either go karts or a Saturday night show at Oxford or Wiscasset. Doesn't matter. It's always the person running, beating and banging for last place that brings out the late race yellow. Yeah. It's nine times out of ten that's what it is. Um, but I would like to. Uh, toot our own horns bradley um every time something happened we nailed the music it was it was crushed out of the park i think uh who was it that won there we started playing um the the shania twain song there Man, i don't know I feel like one, a woman. it was one of the three girls ah, that just took the win everything a lot of popular wins the other night um you had i believe her name is ella worcester won the box stock race isabella worcester isabella that's right um got it taken away but that's either here nor there. She still picked up her first win. She's got the picture, and she got to take the victory lap. One of three girls to win out of the seven classes, I believe. You had uh, Anna Rumry picked up the win in Sportsman B, which was a fantastic race. A lot of the finishes came right down to the wire, beating and banging. You know, Some guys got spun out, which is tough, but Grayson Day picked up his first win. I know Grayson reminds me a lot of myself when I was younger. He's very over-aggressive. And his dad works real hard, harder than I think every other parent at trying to sort of keep him reined <laughs> in and, uh, you know, trying to split the fine line of, hey, let's go fast, but let's not smash into everything. And I know uh, Darren puts a lot of pressure on himself to make sure that we don't have to be the ones that get frustrated over uh, Grayson. But it was good to see Grayson. He had a little bit of luck, but he still made a last lap pass to take the win. Um, we, we've talked about it before, though, like the – the whole go-kart scene in general, you've got different categories of parents. And I think that we were fortunate enough to be under the category of parents trying to raise good race car drivers or decent human beings. Granted, that fell apart in our 20s, but that's a separate story. Well, their, their job was done at yeah. that point. So. Um, but the, there's other ones that are trying to like i don't know relive their own glory days you can definitely or... tell the parents who do it for themselves or do it for their kids it's very obvious right and uh the 19 the day camp they they don't fall under that category no. uh you know like you said his dad does a does a really good job and you know they show up and you know nine times out of ten that they're not the ones that are in an argument yeah, they're at the usually end of the race, one so. of the few that come over and he thanks us at right. the end of the night so it's good to see Callie Trudeau won the senior sportsman race. That race, like I said, was a slugfest, and she's been 
the fastest go-kart on the property, you know, according to you guys the last couple of weeks. Um, eight, she was in like the 8.8 second ranges. Hauling ass. And they're um, not even supposed to be the fastest no, division. No, And, and they've got something figured out. She's been running consistently in the top three, you know, and uh, she's had a lot of bad luck as long as I've been working there. She's been racing there and has definitely been on the raw end of a few deals, so it was good to see her finally pick one up. Um, Tristan Fogg ran up front for a lot of that race. He's been won his heat race, I think, got second. In yeah, the he's uh, he's been running real well. That, like I said, that race was brutal, though. Just I had said in the drivers' meeting this week that I really didn't even need to have a drivers' meeting, and that if everything went smooth, that probably wasn't going to have one next week. But uh, senior sportsmen's <laughs> going to get in a drivers' meeting. They're they're, they're, they're going to be the one division that's to hang back afterwards. And it's tough because it's not like it's so tough as an official. Like they, they're, they're all rough. Every single one of them. I can't single out a go-kart that didn't smash into another go-kart during the point of the race. Well, you get parents that get upset about it. And it's like, I, I understand why you're upset. Like your kid got rooted, but at the same time, I can't throw a caution every time somebody gets bumped. We'd still be racing today on Monday. You also can't put the whole field to the back because well, then nothing changes. So. Right. So it's, you know, I don't. I don't even really know what to do. Honestly, it's tough. You the, you you can scare them and, and point the black flag and all that, but that only works for a night. You know, it ends up all reverting back. So the the one thing that I am uh, grateful for is that Bradley and I we we get to just have fun. We get to just entertain people, and it, it's a time. You, Rusty, Jessica, especially, have absolutely thankless positions. And, and Eddie, uh, Dave, Ed, yeah, you. pretty much anybody that isn't Bradley and I. Uh, but the one one thing that I'll give Brad credit for last week. He he actually started like getting really hard into the like the times like the lap times that the carts were going, and he he was like doing a good job at hyping it up. I was like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. And it was like the snowball derby qualifying almost. You guys, where were, they, you guys were yelling at one point. Yeah. It, and, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I looked we, over at Charlie and like <laughs> eight point <so>, nine. <laughs> yeah, we got we got talking like, last week when the mics weren't working. We basically the the dude that came in there, Danny, friggin', Danny. Da- like Danny, Danny, like Danny. Yeah. Danny? To Danny Danny came in there and he was like, no, when you guys are talking, like the levels are completely pegged out. So Charlie's talking so loud that it is just cutting the microphone off because the levels are all fucked up. So basically he, he fixed the levels and like told Charlie, like, you know, just talk, you know, how you would or whatever. And then he's like fixing it and shit. And then like the, the time start coming in and Charlie is full on screaming as loud <laughs> as humanly possible, like next to me to the point where like I'm shook and I'm not even like the equilibrium system well, that's fucking supposed to direct traffic up there the problem was is that we had honed in on that nine second mark and nobody had hit under nine seconds yet so we're like we're like just rattling the times off like lap by lap by lap and she's getting closer and closer and closer and it was like 9.1 and then she finally blasted off like an 8.9 and we fucking blew it up and it was funny to see because we have a very clear view of like all the parents on the like especially in the pits that are right along the fence and that you can see them like getting kind of hyped into it and then we said that and fucking everybody's hands go up like <laughs> so that that was kind of cool we do have a nice little setup in there now a that nice distraction those. from the fact that everybody from ninth on back was just slamming into each other right so i mean you can only say that to so much before you accidentally are like oh that guy's driving like a fucking idiot uh <laughs> accidentally on the mic and then yeah you're definitely not gonna just have the, a thankless or you're gonna have a thankless job i guess <laughs> I don't think you have a job at that point. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Friend of the program, Jeff Fortier, picked up his first wing champ win on another popular win. And same thing, he's been fast as shit lately, and it's just a matter of time before he picked one off. And He he started on the pole, and 
That was it. He became an only podiums podium pal presented by only podiums. He like did the, for like the third week in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's been he's been living rent free on the podium presented so by only podiums. Good to see uh, him. podium pal, if pal. you will. Yeah, a lot yeah. of those this week. I was uh, I was bummed out that I didn't <laughs> I didn't make my way over to uh, congratulate him, but I was like a walking corpse all day on Friday. You and, were uh, ready for night nights before the night even started. Oh my god, it was bad. Like that was. That was the closest I've ever been to falling asleep uh, while driving. Was definitely on the way to Barlet, and uh, it, it it was funny because caffeine he, wasn't helping. It, you like you definitely were like out of it for sure, and I could tell because I would say something, and then every time it would like almost catch you off guard when you were th- <laughs> like it would throw to you, and then you would just say the same thing I did, but put indeed at it at the end of it yeah so like oh we got a battle going into two a battle into two indeed and then like, he like figures something out to say after that <laughs> the brain i'm is... like brad wake the fuck up no, autopilot the, the, the brain is short fuckulating no that's what happens green when flag you... is out there racing racing they are indeed yeah. <laughs> that flag sure is green indeed indeed fucking <laughs> uh, let's go come on yeah no i uh I was definitely a corpse. I woke up uh, about two hours away from work at 5 a.m. to get to work. Made it to work just like 10 minutes late and had to get dunks, obviously. Uh, That didn't help. And then there was like numerous times throughout the day where I was just like staring into the computer and like there was just no brain functionality whatsoever. It was just me and the screen just like in a fucking staring contest. (laughs) Have you ever had that The screen will win that. I I feel like this is what you're talking about. But like that moment at work sometimes where like, like for me personally, I got to be there by seven, right? Well, it's nine thirty, and you like forget how you got to work, and you've already done like two hours worth of shit, and you're like, wait a minute, like what? What happened? Yeah, uh, Friday, was... <laughs> <laughs> last Friday, precisely. Uh, yeah, I came home and I took like a three hour nap. I felt like absolute rubbish, and <laughs> I just came home, slept like it's a, a two, goddamn two rock. Show streak of working in the term rubbish, <laughs> and I I feel like I've I've heard you fucking giggle. Every I've time. seen I've seen a lot of very very high highly attested scientific facts about uh the the fact that your body needs three hours of sleep to like actually recharge i thought Um, it was one hour for every hundred laps you raise mm, well then in that case i don't need to ever sleep so uh, i'm doing pretty good at that but uh no so i slept for like three hours woke up i'm like i got i'll feel terrific now nope still rubbish absolute rubbish so i uh (laughs) I yeah made my way to a, a local gas station eatery, grabbed a couple slices of pie and a fucking high noon, and uh, you know made my way to the go karts. But uh, all in all, it was a great night. I don't remember much of it. I was pretty fucking zonked. Um, oh. You know that you know that I am not well when I'm sitting in a booth with a whole backpack cooler of alcohol next to me, and I had maybe two at most beers. I was just sitting there like I'm not even interested in drinking, you know. And that really hurts. And you brought the, the bras. Yeah, and that really hurts. To, well, I'm I'm slowly, I'm slowly starting to turn on blahs. You're blot out. I'm I'm blo- like, yes, it, really, in more than one in more than one facet of the blah. Like just huh. like you, you ever. They're awful sweet. They well then, and it's not not even really that for me. Like they taste good. Like I'll have one from time to time, but you can't just blah for a night because then you are literally blahed for the next day because like. Is there something about them? Like I can, I can like taste my own fucking breath after I have a couple of them, like a rotten apple or something. I, it's like it's just. Well, that's I'm actually done. literally exactly. You know, what like I, yeah, I used to. If you got like a like a juice box, like an apple juice box, and like there was just 
like a whole bunch of shit. Like I've seen, you know, someone's like, oh, don't drink Welch's or whatever because these juice, juke box, juice boxes are all fucked up. Like there's like, you know, shit just in the bottom of it. Like I've seen people be like, look at what's in the bottom of my Welch's juice box, cut it open. Oh shit, there's just like gunk and grossness. That's like what my breath I feel like fucking tastes like after a couple blasts, you know? And I'm, like, on the biggest nooner kick of all time. And, like, now I'm going to be going down this weekend to Connecticut for the whole weekend. And uh, I was thinking about most of the Connecticut pals, big Wiggy Sour people. And I'm like, I haven't had a Wiggy Sour in, since, like, Syracuse, I don't think. Like, I, I just, it's a summer drink. It's a nooner kick. And I'm, I'm, I was on the block kick, but I'm getting off of it. Blas got right ruined now. for me from the time that uh, Abby sniffed one and then was like, Oh my goodness, this is foul. Smell that. And I did, and it smelled like fucking sulfur. Yes. Oh, and, that's, uh, yeah, that's that, good. That didn't help. That, I term. feel like they're also, it's it, like, now that they're readily available, it's not as cool. It's about, like, even like, if it, they're, it was, and, a, it was they, a thing. It was hype before it's, because it's and like they, you couldn't get them. And they've made it clear that it's going away forever after this. Like, if once you can't find them anymore, they're never coming back. Oh. So it's like, all right, well, fine. I think, I think do, why what, do I need to support you? You're not coming back. I think Go. that's what they do. <laughs> Good I, I hadn't heard that. That's news to me. I think that's Nooners what they have do. Stolen my heart anyway. So I think that's what they do just to try to up sales. And then like Probably. next March, they're like, hey. "Oh, we unlocked a <laughs> secret Apple Vault that yeah. had a million and a half more cans." And... Guess what? We found some more apple trees. Actually, no. What they're gonna do is, I saw someone's uh, Facebook memory from like five or six years ago, and it was just Bud Light Apple. But... They're just gonna do Bud Light Apple, and then they'll be like, "Whoa." It's different, you know? But they already have Bud Light not. Orange and Bud Light Lime, so it's... Which yeah. are foul. Bud Light Lime can stay. Mm, yeah. There's a, there's a couple... Fine. I'll drink them. You don't That's have fine. to. That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Um, Glad I could help. But yeah, no. Especially, <laughs> like... I also... I'm also, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> bullish on the fact that those... I don't think those bullish. even get you drunk. Bullish. Well, I think it's bullshit, too. I think... <laughs> I don't think that they... I don't think that they get you Do drunk. Do you have, like, one of those thesaurus... Could you imagine if it's a no, long I con? Have, I just have aut- autism. They've been <laughs> they've been making Bushlight Apple non-alcoholic this whole time. I would not that. I wouldn't be. <laughs> I would not be shocked. It's just a long con. Like, haha, suckers. Like, I don't know that I've gone a full day of drinking. Like, BLAs go down so smooth that, like, surely there had to have been a time where I got a thirty rack, drank twenty five of them, and I blacked out. But no. Or did you blot out? Yeah. Probably, I probably would fucking throw up at like twelve <laughs> for sure. Brown out. Mm. My breath just fucking tastes brown after twelve of those fucking things. I think I'm whiskey soured out too. Ah, oh, damn it! Does that mean I we're just, gonna get noonered out? Well, I mean, it's nooners are it's, just delicious. It's inevitable. A lot of like we were we were big seltzer guys a summer ago, and ain't none of us doing seltzers anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the trolley kick. We though. ain't yeah. doing nooners, seltzers. Nooners are are where it's at. Nooners are definitely uh, the now. go-to for sure. <laughs> for I just don't know, like, the, it's not such a see summer us, drink. Right, that's what I was just about to say. We're not going to be pounding Nooners in a blizzard. I can't wait no. to be pounding Nooners in a blizzard. <laughs> All uh, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I absolutely agree with you, but I also feel like there's a good to fair chance that we're going to be, like, on the boardwalk and AC just absolutely plastered off Well, that's nooners. where I think maybe Whiskey Sours make their comeback we, is during the winter. We sour is when we're indoor racing or at Daytona. Yeah. And you walk up to the bar with Mike Christopher Jr., and you're like, just, I'll take two of whatever he's getting. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So it, everything comes in waves. But you I, know, I, like I've been a big Corona light guy, and then you kind of get burned out of it. But now you can't get Corona lights because there's a bottle shortage, which is stupid. I don't understand how they ran out of glass. That's nah, bullshit. There's plenty of sand. Yeah, I mean, fuck, you know. And then Corona light comes in a can, but it's just. It's not the same. It's just there's even more. The same. There's even more fucking sand now because there's no water. Right. Go to that lake in in Las Vegas and get some sand. <laughs> yeah. Because the lake's drying up. Plenty Have of sand about to make that? some fucking. I, no. They've literally found multiple bodies and barrels that got thrown in, in the lake. In Vegas, weird. Yeah. I'm shocked. They got thrown in the lake. Well, the lake's dried up. So I now feel there's bad. just drums um, in the sand, and they cut them open, and there's skeletons in them. <laughs> Thinks and thoughts with that that hooker's family. Yeah, from the 30s when um, the mafia was like, "Be gone with you." Yeah, fucking <laughs> John Dillinger's out there rolling bodies <laughs> off of his fucking yacht. Maybe that's where Hoffa is. I mean, yeah. <laughs> not dad. Isn't he? Isn't he in like fucking Wembley Stadium or something? He's underneath the north end zone at MetLife Stadium. That's the coolest conspiracy theory. I think it's probably not true. Rusty swears he's in a landfill. Rusty, do you know where Jimmy Hoffa is? <laughs> Rusty, I don't work for a trash company. I don't think Rusty's allowed to say. Um, <laughs> my mom used to work. She was a secretary for the Teamsters Union, so I used to tell everybody. My mom knows where Jimmy Hoffa is. Would <laughs> <laughs> you stop saying that? <laughs> Like you're a teamster, you know. Just a little yeah. men in black action at your front door one day. <laughs> Ring camera. Today's episode is once again brought to you by the sponsors on the Zero Limited at Oxford Plain Speedway. That's good for Alex Smith. His sponsors are McCormick and Sons Trucking in Hollis, Maine, Black Point Auto and Towing in Scarborough, Maine, Linex of Portland in Portland, Maine, 5 and 35 Auto Repair in Dayton, Maine, Showham Roadway Services in Berwick, Maine, CW Design in Buxton, Maine. Backwoods Burner Services in Standish, Maine, and Brook Hill Classic Morgans in Dayton, Maine. A big thank you to Trent and Alex Smith for once again sponsoring today's show. Uh, yeah, so we also Saturday, Charlie. We well, did. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, there was a race last Wednesday. Oh, yeah. The local. BFP Dick Stomp of the Week. Yeah, it goes to Ryan Coon. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> big yeah. old fucking Dick Stomp. Let's get mad. Um, So that broadcast was not worth the money. Horrific. So I heard what nothing I love, but bad things. Oh, that's my weapon of the week this week is everybody who bitched and pissed and moaned. Um, They all deserve to because the camera work at Seekonk, horrific. To be fair, they could have also gone. Also, not Flow Racing's problem. Yeah. Flow Racing literally just buys the broadcast rights and tells the racetrack, Figure it out, put it here. We'll give you money, and it's a it's all like there 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 are flow racing employees like that's what Brandon Paul does. But like the camera crews, all that it's independent. You know, go back and listen to our show with Bonza Tufa from this past spring. You'll learn everything you need to know about how, what goes into the production of a well-run show broadcasted on Flow. Seekonk did none of that. They showed the leader of every race. For every single lap. Oof. Tough. <laughs> Especially when you have like 30 super late models on the track, you have two cameras. So realistically, you should be able to show other shit. The most infuriating thing. It's also a small track. You just zoom out a little bit. Y- yeah. yeah. The most infuriating thing is that the like all throughout the entire race, the announcers are like, what a battle for eighth place. Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson. DJ Shaw going at it. And yeah. you got Ryan Coon with a straightaway lead. Yeah, and they would just be they'd be showing Coon and they're like, Gabe Brown on Pit Road a couple laps ago. Now he's making his way for ninth. It's like, okay, well, why did you just cut to a second camera of also still Ryan Coon? Like he would go like through turns one and two on like the, the front stretch camera, and then as he was going into three and four, they would 
like change the camera and you're like, ah, we're going to see something different. And it's like, nope, that's just Coon going into three <laughs> from the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like the, the fact, like the announcers are doing a pretty good job of hyping up the battles that you couldn't see. So like, if you just, closed, like your, a hell of a if you just closed your eyes and just used your imagination, it was a great race, which you go back to open wheel Wednesday at the end of June where I raced there. Bradley was in attendance. I didn't even rewatch the broadcast when I got home, which I typically always do if I'm there. Um, because it was the same thing. So my guess is it's they hired a camera crew that does not understand what racing is. When could be very plausible. Like I said, not Flow Racing's fault. Sending angry tweets and angry emails to Flow Racing accomplishes nothing. I did I did thoroughly enjoy the uh, I paid $150 to watch this. I was like, "Well, you have the thing for the rest of the year, so you might as well watch yeah, something you else." You didn't pay $150 to watch this race. <laughs> and to like, be fair, there's plenty of other shit to watch on you, Flow. If you averaged out just the racing that I watch on Flow Racing in a year, I bet I don't spend a dollar a race. Yeah. And and that I don't watch nearly as much as some people do. I mean, we could turn it on right now. There's literally sprint car racing from IRP. Kyle Larson's running a USAC sprint car at IRP right now. Why is it not on? Um, get up and fucking put we, it on. We got, <laughs> we got, we got a, an audio program to do. And right. That Can't be TV, distracted. And that TV would not connect to Flow Racing if we tried. Yeah. Um, but no. So that that was uh that was definitely the BFP Dick Stomp of the week. He uh, he led basically the entire race, and then uh, had one one little wean step, and uh, quickly made his way back to the front, and uh, and and passed Dave grand. Darling, who is the greatest pro stock super late model driver in Seaconk history. I mean, statistically, I think he's won like yeah. a bajillion championships and races, and he got in front of Ryan, and Ryan just drove back by him. Yep. And goodbye. Wins the race. Yeah. So good on uh, good on Coon. One of the BFP podium pals presented by Only Podiums. Well, uh, we'll get to the rest of those later on. But yeah, then then we uh, we also did a Saturday at a racetrack, Charles. We did. We we Oxford did 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 mm. did. did. Uh, you were on the crash pad, and I was in the pit area helping Russell. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, he went out there. Was okay in practice. Not setting any fucking quick times by any means, but wasn't floundering either. And the car after they, I, he got the front clip fucking changed out by Jeff Taylor. And now it actually does react to changes and almost uh, the other direction. It reacts a little bit too much now and just trying to find the sweet spot in terms of adjustments and stuff like that. But uh went out there and finished fourth in his heat race, which after some sort of whatever pass or not pass, but Oxford, I guess for the weekly lineups, he started fourth in the, the hundred lap qualifying race for the two fifty. fell back to about 11th and then kind of settled in there, was riding, having a good little run. Yellow comes out and, uh, I'm like, everybody, what's it doing? And he's like, Oh, it's, you know, it's this, that, the other thing and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, well, he's like, do you think I should pit? I was like, well, you're running 11th. And before I knew it, he took a hard right off of two, fired it down to the pits and and his where he was parked was like right next to where you come off the racetrack i'm like all right well it, it, i don't know where you're going because everybody's in the stands with me so it's gonna be a second and uh fucking nick ran about mach three off the stands uh fired a spring rubber in the left rear it was better but he uh <laughs> when he came back out like they had already thrown the green and he there was like a half a lap down before anything even really happened there was a quick yellow after that and uh he kind of came back up through the field after some wrecks and attrition and he ba- he did legitimately pass a, a few cars too and ended up 14th i think by the end of the night so 
didn't win, but he wasn't the worst either, and I was uh, spotting for him. So we had a nice little nice little time there. I got to uh, be on that side of things again. So uh, racking up the uh, the races as a spotter lately. Yeah, I was just slinging beers. Um, <laughs> watched a whole lot of racing, got there pretty early on. Meg and I were uh, slinging beers in the concession stand. I will say that uh, pretty entertaining night of racing at, at the Oxford Plain Speedway, 100 laps super late model race like you just kind of touched on with Rusty's whole deal. But uh, I want to give my uh, BFP, holy shit, that should have been a clip, but you actually <laughs> saved the car um, uh, to Kurt camp, Gary. Oh, I was going to say Camp Childs. <clears throat> no, to Kurt Gary. Well, <laughs> I mean, also, <laughs> Camp Childs should have ended up in row 10 of the grandstands. <laughs> he, I don't know he, how he I missed I thought he was going to do a full-blown racing. I hit the sand pile and moon launched the That was thing. a classic example of why you never lift. Yeah. He kept his foot to the fucking floorboard. That thing was rolling smoke for about two laps afterwards. Still worked out. Yeah. That motherfucker was just hanging on. And him and Brandon Johnson were beating off. Not beating off. Jesus. (laughs) Beating each other and fucking. They're beating each other off. (laughs) They were beating Beating, each other. Beating themselves off. I don't know. It was a one. It was a one sided beat off for quite a while until Cam finished that off. But um, they were they were going the fuck at it. That was for sure. Yeah, was shout out quite, Dan Collins for putting uh, all the highlights of that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I got was, to watch that on my way home from Wiscasm. I'm like, oh, was, those guys are wrecking each other. It was the f- most entertaining race I have seen in a while to the point where I'm sitting there in the stands with Lindsay waiting for the limits to go out so I can spot for Smitty and then for Russell to go out. And I'm sitting there watching. I'm just giggling. I'm just having a genuine, just good time watching it. Giggling like a little fucking kid watching all that fucking Fuck yeah, street stonks. Fuck yeah, street stonks. <sighs> Fuck right. yeah, street stonks. Um... So, yeah, so buy, buy your so, fuck your street stock shirt now. BFP yes. shirt stock. Pre-order so, still available. It is. So that um, <laughs> what's the website? I fucked that up. Blackflagpodcast.com. Buy your buy your fuck yeah street stock shirts now. Um, yeah, do that. So <laughs> pre-order is available till the fifth. So <laughs> Brandon Johnson, like you said, got into Cam Childs. Cam saved it, and then going down the back stretch, which inevitably led to Cam getting back into Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson just like. <clears throat> gets loose or whatever they're three wide for a second i don't know exactly what happened but he's like down on the bottom and then just hangs the hardest right i've ever seen down a backstretch doors the fuck out of cam child to the point where like you would have thought that cam would have gone head on into the backstretch wall somehow saves it again uh keeps going straight into turn three and four and just slowly but surely starts picking the 55 or you know picking up pace i guess and catching the 55 and then gets back to him and just drives right through yeah. him which Every, everybody knew what was going to happen yeah and they were both very clearly upset with each other both probably deservedly so who's you know whatever uh, i mean perfectly executed because he didn't launch himself off of the racetrack trying to get back into no he someone. just never lifted and drove <laughs> right straight in the back of him into the corner yeah <laughs> um, um yeah but so the that was a street stock race. Street stock race is interesting, but my, my the when you look up the, Oxford street stock racing in the dictionary, that's what comes up. Like that's yeah. what I have in mind is so, just but people the, just beating the piss out of each other. The save that I have uh, on record for the holy fuck that should have been a clip. Uh, what a save of the week was Kurt Gary because we're on like lap five of the super late model race. They're coming down the backstretch. Everyone's still packed up. And uh, Ryan Littlefield was on the outside, got someone who was in the back of him. He spun down, like, spun down and basically caught Kurt Gary in the right rear to the point where, like, I looked at Megan. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then all of a sudden they were coming through turns one and two. And I'm like, no way. And she's like, what? And I'm like, you didn't just see Kurt Gary pointed head on into the front stretch wall? And she's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know how he didn't just – I don't know how, first off, they didn't wreck – because everyone was so stacked up, but also like 
uh, Kurt Gary should have for sure been in the fried dough booth, but um, luckily he wasn't saved it, um, and then unfortunately caught on fire. I think down the backstretch, but I think I think it was one of those the like the screenshot saves. You just hit all the pedals right now and just <laughs> yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's exactly uh, that's exactly what it looked like. Somehow, some way, didn't really lose a lot of track position either. Everyone checked up. No one really got into you know each other, and everyone kept it clean and green for a little while there. But um, no, that was cool, and yeah, just. I, I didn't get to watch a ton of the races because I was slinging beer, but always a good night up at Oxford having, uh, I don't know, working, but hardly, I guess. So mm-hmm. excited for the 250 in a couple weeks, and that uh, I'll, I'll be up there serving beer for the pass race in two weeks, and then I'll be up there Thursday through Sunday of 250 weekend. So looking forward to that and uh, all that's going to entail. But, um, yeah, and then yesterday for Sunday, I know – Charlie kind of hung around the house, and I went up and we did a little bit of pool things, Bob. Yeah, we lounged around at the Eight Mimi Lane, which is my parents' house, uh, pool and spa, and uh, it's good, good relaxing Sunday. I um, I can't really, I can't bitch because like you're gonna sound like an ultimate wine bag by by what I'm about to say, but the drive to get to Victory Lane at Wiscasset. I have no less like uh, Richard Vanessa Jordan. I'm so sorry. I will return the four gallons of gravel that I scooped up with my nose wing and underbody. (laughs) Um, My car is full of dirt, (laughs) full of fucking dirt. I unloaded it yesterday before you guys came over. um, And there's just so much dirt from that drive over to victory lane. I run like a, a panel underneath the car, underneath the nose wing to catch air to the radiator. And I'm just driving along like fucking jazzed up, thinking about what I'm going to say on the microphone. And then I like, it hits me. I'm like, Oh, I'm just shoveling dirt into the nose of the car. <laughs> and I get into victory lane and there's at least four to five inches of dirt piled up on in front of my front radiator. I'm like, Oh, Oh no. That was basically a scoop. <laughs> That yeah, I was just I was driving a bucket loader with the bucket down. That's <laughs> all I was doing, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I never clean my car because everywhere you know, Star is paved, everything's paved, so it never gets dirty. And I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta take the whole body off and fucking vacuum this thing out now." Oof. Uh, per- anyway. Perks of victory, Bob. Yeah, there's worse problems to be had. I'm yeah. sure, like uh, the six guys who went off on the flatbed. I'm sure they would have loved to get their car filled with dirt driving to the winter circle. Yeah, yeah you also yeah. could have been the guy that was shitting in a cooler when I walked by uh, this morning on my way into work. So that, there's a lot of worse things. Good, <laughs> things are not going well for that guy. No, <laughs> there's a there's a whole lot of not good happening in you, Portland, Maine right now. I'll you could have you could have also been the girl from Quebec that had a panic emergency for her car today. We got it fixed. And she calls me from the fucking Canadian border asking if she left her wallet <laughs> at the store. Ooh, uh, you know is, what's not near the Quebec cross border? Bedford. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Much closer to New Hampshire, actually. Yeah. New York. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. Can't even get into the country. <laughs> yeah. you, she did, knocked on the door and no one was home. Yeah. Did yeah. you have her wallet? <clears throat> no. I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, uh, you know, it was probably one of those moments where she had like a mild panic attack, and then she it was like in her like under her back seat or some shit. Like that yeah. just always seems to That's happen. We'll never know. Yeah, <laughs> we we won't. You're right. Um, yeah, so I guess we can get on to the uh, Patreon questions. We got a bunch of other things to talk about, but um, Patreon questions presented by uh, the patrons, obviously Nathan Barth. If you were to create a totally new racing series, what kind of cars would they be, and what track would they go to? 
So I'm doing the 18 wheelers. <laughs> uh, I used to be have you seen those fucking things? Back in the 80s, they raced like legitimately. It was the I forgot what they were called, but they raced at like Atlanta and Homestead. Oh, yeah. And... yeah, they do like road courses and shit like that. But <laughs> yeah, I'm no. bringing them to like Wiscasset. <laughs> just see what happens. There is there's a series in the South. I think yeah, that runs like they're Hickory fucking they're wild. And, yeah. I'm all in on that or just anything wacky. Well, fuck it, but bring monster trucks to Oxford. But they're racing like <laughs> like I always thought that like. You have AMA Pro, like motorcycle racing on mm-hmm. road courses. How badass would it be on an oval? Uh, oh, awesome just... until they killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, the, if the first guy wipes out, like you're all. But I always thought, like, man, just imagine racing like, you know, fucking GSXR 600 <laughs> motorcycles at like Oxford. Just one in yeah. the garage. <laughs> Can you imagine fucking racing those things like Slinger? You Did... just like get a little loose, overcorrect, and you just shoot <laughs> over the fucking grandstands. Yeah, I mean. It, it... It would probably kill somebody. Whiskey throttle fucking right over the concession. Did you know that Oxford actually had a motorcycle demo derby? <laughs> what? That's of course a they fact. Do you know who won that? Billy Penfold. Crazy Dave Raymond. Oh, well, that's He had, like, mattresses, like, duct taped to his legs. <laughs> You're just asking to get your ACL torn. To and and it was, I guess it was, like, just on the front stretch. And it was a motorcycle demo oh, derby. Okay. And I'm like, you got to be a special kind of fucking stupid <laughs> to do that. That's the most Oxford hillbilly thing. Like, doing wheelies from one end to the other, taking people out on a wheelie. I'm like, that, holy fuck. Yeah, you just take a fucking front tire to the melon. Yeah. That, that'd be tough. Yeah, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> There are no rules. How are you going to explain that one to the insurance yeah, company? No, I yeah, know. I was at a racetrack. Click. <laughs> <laughs> my shins are broken. Why? Uh, I lost the motorcycle revolution. <laughs> Why is your pelvis coming out of your nose? Well, you see. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, is anyone else injured? Yeah. Uh, the whole yeah. row five of the yeah. grandstands. <laughs> <laughs> the first 30 people that were watching. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I don't know what I would have for a, a car, but. Well, you I mean, guys had your, uh, your, your fucking minivan class there. Yeah, that, the that, heck was a, hippos. that was a hit. People still send <laughs> yeah. me anytime there's a minivan at like a demo derby or it's day destruction or something. They, they're like, there's a hippo. Actually, there. Ben did ask me about that when yeah, we were at, at Lee. So maybe, yeah. maybe we'll dabble yeah. back into that. I'm there's sure, a rule book somewhere. I'm sure we won't. Um, <laughs> maybe. But yeah, minivans at Slinger and shit. Uh, Bring back the V8 trucks, too. Those yeah. Trunks, yeah. Oh, like the old, like, fucking 1500 pickup yeah, trucks? Yeah. yeah. The C10s. I'll <laughs> be badass. If you're hearing this show the week that it dropped, we have three new t-shirts that are up on our website at blackflagpodcast.com for pre-order. Use promo code PICKUP and they will be in in time for the Oxford 250. Come find us there. You can pick them up there or at any event following. That's blackflagpodcast.com. Pre-orders end Friday, August 5th, this coming Friday right now. So if you want to get your merchandise, be sure to order it on blackflagpodcast.com as we will not be ordering a bunch of extras. So if you want it, go get it. Be sure to secure yours now. Thank you all for the continued support. Jake Matson said, what is your f- choice of food in a school food fight? Um, hmm. What's going to do the most damage? Well, I see. I read that question as like kind of like what Bobby just said is damage or like making the biggest mess possible. So when that was asked the first time, I said American chop suey because it, <laughs> it was always like the soupiest fucking nastiest mess and it was going everywhere. Now, if we're trying to kill somebody, <laughs> you're taking one of them get, fucking breadsticks. I'm taking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm taking either the, the day old mozzarella sticks, the Bosco sticks, yeah, the Bosco sticks. <laughs> Or or the fucking chicken patties that are well overcooked. Oh, yeah, you, and, you could frisbee stick. a chicken patty and it would cut somebody like a throwing <laughs> star. <laughs> you could you could concuss someone with a Bosco stick for sure. A good Coconut old, eye a out. good like just fruit cup. 
Oh yeah, like a putting yeah, cup. It stays. That's, uh, gonna, that's gonna really stays piss in, him off. It stays intact until impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just explodes. Yeah, well, grenades. Yeah, a fruit grenade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Bosco stick and a putting cup, and I'm fucking ready for battle. Yeah. <laughs> if you were, if you're really looking to uh, sever the enemy, um, an apple or a tomato Ooh. or something. <laughs> just something. Just, did you guys have the? Ooh, uh, an apple would be tough. It, it was almost like that's, uh, that's when you're fighting for death. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever have the, it was like a, uh, fuck, what am I thinking? Like the Texas toast, but they like tried to make pizza out of it. Oh, it was like oh, French yeah. bread pizza. Yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. Pizza the, sticks. Those were also hard as fuck, yeah. too. Yeah. It, it Take one of those to the jaw and you yeah. fucking need braces after. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And they had question. like the, they had like the small didn't didn't at one point like the pizzas were like circular like little small like personal ones that would that would fucking cut someone's neck. Yeah, Wyndham was you weird. You either had them. pizza slices or the circle pizza, and they didn't even taste remotely the same. Yeah, yeah, just a different batch of chemicals. That was a great question. Uh, Matt Gaines said, "With Bobby winning the Bentley Warren Classic this weekend and getting to share victory lane with Bentley, what professional race car driver would you pick to share victory lane with? Mine would be a toss up between Ken Schrader or Woody Pickett." Yeah, Matt. Matt made me really like when Chris Allen when when I dropped the it's just another Saturday, and then Chris like kind of made me feel like a piece of shit. Matt also did the same to me this week because he's like, dude, like just think about your year. Like you got to meet Kenny Schrader, you had a conversation with like one of the greatest Daytona 500 crew chiefs ever, and I didn't even know who it was at the time. And he's like, and this, like he's like, if any of those things happened to me in a year, I'd retire. Like you've had all three, and I'm like, man, just another Saturday. <laughs> Well, Bob, yeah. it's, it's not. I'm not but. gonna lie. I was like, so the first time I have my no Bentley raced with my dad with my grandfather, and a year ago we were at the the car show, and I was like, man, I want to meet Bentley Moore, and I've never met Bentley Moore, so I walked up to him, like, hey, you know, he, yeah, like, well, my name is Bobby, like, big fan, you know, my, my family's raced super modifieds forever. Um, my grad, my dad, my grandfather raced against you, like, I raced supers, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that'll that'll go down as the only uh, interaction I'll ever have with Bentley Warren because that went well. So obviously this weekend went way better. Uh, he was he's like, oh hell, hell of a race, Bobby. Great job. Shakes my hand. Get your picture taken. So that was uh, it definitely was badass. No, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit like so. Meet your heroes. Yeah. Meet meet him twice. Yeah. Meet him yeah. the second time. Like the second time I met Mike Christopher Jr. worked out a lot better than the first as well. So yeah. Yeah, I was there when you tried to meet him the first time, and that you know that was essentially the first time that I met him. But now it's fun to be friends with him and look back on those pictures and be like, "Oh, we we're hanging out together." Yeah, you know? and you wouldn't <laughs> talk to me. He denies it. <sighs> Hate it for the guys. Um, so yeah, that was cool. I'm not trying to be an arrogant piece of shit, like I do sound like sometimes. But um, if I could do it with anybody else, though, like is it like past or present, current, like what I I don't know, past or present, professional I guess. race car driver. <clears throat> What what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Rusty Wallace just because I'm I've yeah. always been the biggest Rusty Wallace fan forever and always. But that's I I always thought it'd be cool. Now that like Dale Junior is like part of a broadcast team, if yeah. he was the guy like, and I I think that they have completely fucking destroyed Victory Lane altogether. Yeah, it used to be so much cooler, and they build the hype up of them like getting the flag and like ro- they have like like sick camera shot of them rolling into Victory Lane and blah blah, blah and like getting out and all, hooting and hollering and all that and the, leaning on your car and talking to whoever. But, like, I always thought it'd be cool if, like, Dale Jr. was the guy, like, yeah. stuffing a microphone in your face. It's, you're like, holy fuck, that was the guy at one point. But, yeah. 
I think that for me, it would, I would want someone that was like lighthearted and fucking jovial, like someone that I would be like that when I would be excited to see them in victory lane, they would be excited even though I'm fucking Joe Schmo. And uh, so for that, I would have to go with like Elio Castroneves or something. That'd be sick. Him and like, I feel like, I don't know. It's hard to hate on, well, I guess we don't really hate on him, but it's hard to like discredit Michael Waltrip with how like fun he is to interview us, like, or interview with us. Like he's, you know, compared to like everyone else that we talked to, really he was like in his own, you know, he was like his own person. <laughs> he was like the was, most fun person to interview at yeah, Stafford. That's, that's for sure. Him and Alan Bestwick were pretty pretty close, and Haley Deegan. That was definitely the top three. But they were certainly better than Bobby Labonte or Bill Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Labonte was was definitely cool than Bill Elliott, but that uh, yeah. We still I, felt like we were bothering him. Yeah, which we were, but <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> Yolo. <laughs> uh, Scott Fowler said, "Is oh, cereal no. soup?" <laughs> Sure. I don't think so. I don't know what it is, but it's not that. <laughs> well, um, what what it, what? Well, well, I feel it, like it would be because tomato soup is. Well, if just, you if you're calling cereal soup, then that means chili is soup. That okay, right? Or are we calling chili soup? Then? I'd call chili soup. You'd call it chili a soup, really? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, that's really yeah. the bigger question. <laughs> Same same lines. I don't think it's a sandwich, but I don't know what it is. Why yeah, do they cook pizzas meat in circles to put it in a square box and cut into triangles? I know a thing or two about meat because in between geometry. bread. Because Ge- yeah. geometry. <laughs> I don't know. Like, geometry. Because you can eat cereal dry. Like the Cheez-Its aren't soup either. Like, I don't... But you, no, I you put them in like, water and then they are. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Does it, is, is it, is it, is it, it a put water thing? If you put water in your, your dog's dry food, does that make it dog food soup? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but uh, is it like a temperature thing? No, maybe. I don't think so. No. Cuz like if you well, if you let soup cool down, it's like uh, yeah, but who like let, congeals I mean, almost. Now that you so. say that, yeah, I don't like, know that there's really many fucking cold, cold soups. My dad then, like, technically my dad will eat oatmeal. clam chowder out of the can cold and I'm like you are the most foul human I know. What's the difference between chowder and soup? I would say a chowder is a soup. It is yeah. a type of soup? Yeah. 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 So it's in the thesaurus. It's in the thesaurus. Th- the th- that's a that's a dinosaur. Tyrannosaurus. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's also a dinosaur. That's was Merriam-Webster a tyrannosaurus? She yeah. Did yeah. she own the thesaurus? It was a pterodactyl. She used to ride those babies for miles. <laughs> <laughs> the crusty crab pizza <laughs> is the pizza for you and me. So a yeah, What in the fuck is happening? Uh, we are SpongeBob. And uh, autistic. John Ward said, "Who are some big names you think we'll see, and who and who would you like to see at this year's Oxford 250?" Well, um, Stephen Assey will be there. Stephen Assey will be there. I'm, I'm hearing will be there. Bubba Pollard will be there. I'm hearing a lot of speculation that uh, the the one and the only Carson Hosevar will be there. Carl Not Denver, running the 250. Running the ACT race, though. Potentially. I've heard some rumblings. Would it be a and 22, they're, probably? They're, well, I, it, it might be above 21 and less than 23, but I can't confirm like or a, deny like what number it would be. like a VT on it or something, maybe? Well, no, no, because NC or wherever he's from, Michigan, MI, you know, yeah. something. The 22 MI? Well, just as long as the 69 ME is yeah. there. That's all that matters. 22 MI. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. That's our favorite actor card, the 69 ME. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Um... That you should a, probably run with the streets. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, 
The, maybe, uh, the, maybe the Bang Bangers. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe let's get them out there with the mini Go karts. If yeah. any, uh, if any well, like cup drivers or whatever come to the 250, it's on their own merit because Mayberry's not paying those guys' appearance money to show up and race. And, and at this point, I don't think he really needs to. No, and I understand his theory about behind that. Like you know, you, you flash back to the day that Kevin Harvick showed up and won. He got paid twenty five thousand dollars appearance fund money. He got paid twenty five thousand dollars to win the race, and he sold the race car. And the race car was severely illegal. So yeah. you you paid him twenty five thousand already, <clears throat> just to take the twenty five thousand from somebody else who was doing it legitimately. Mm-hmm. And that's Mayberry's theory as to why he does not pay cup drivers to show up. I think. Well, Kyle Busch did the same thing, didn't he? I don't know. Kyle's was a lot more legal. I think. Well, yeah, like, he wanted that he was legal, but he also, I believe, had appearance money, won the race, sold the yeah. race car, same deal, right. and walked yeah. out of there with like a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Did run the pass race the night before and won that too. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, because he had he had when Kyle won it, it was still the act late model type yeah. event, and I think he built that car in house to run. Yeah, somebody that up here built it. I think TJ Brackett put it together. Seth Holbrook was working, but on it, it it was put together to run that specifically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, um, I mean, who would I like to see come run? Fucking. Jeff Gordon. I, I mean, Tyler for, would be cool. for yeah. me, going to the you go to the 250 just because it's the the Super Bowl of main racing. Like, I don't whether fucking Chase Elliott's there or not isn't going to be like the determining factor for me to go. But I don't know. I think that it, it's always cool for any big name guy to come up here and run. Just especially you don't get to see him that often. Yeah, a lot of guys, it, it, a lot of people aren't fortunate enough to go down for like speed weeks or go down for the snowball right. derby, so they're not going to be able to see a Chandler Smith or a you know. Like you said, Chase Elliott or William Byron or I wouldn't Derek be, Jones. You're going to probably see Byron eventually. I mean, the, the amount of races that he's been running for Donnie Wilson and winning, uh, it's only a matter of time before you see old Bill in the one of Donnie's cars up here. Brad Keselowski's been dabbling, too, last you know, little while here. He did the, the Vermont race. I and think then... that was a paid appearance, though. Cause he but he he's done other stuff like that, too, yeah. though. He did the 250 one year, drove yeah. for John Donahue, was not great, cleaned out Derek Nealon for a qualified spot. Derek is still mad about that. Still, but... yep, I don't blame him. <laughs> You'll have that big-time auto racing, though. You will. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if uh, you guys have any names down, but I do have uh, some BFP Podium Pals of the Week presented by Only Podiums. Uh, starting with Ryan Kuhn, who dick stomped the week, or the, Jesus Christ, got the week started with a dick stomp at Seekonk. Uh, Jake the Jet Johnson, Jake the Jet Johnson, and Jake the Jet Johnson with three podiums on the week. <laughs> Had a hell of a fucking week. <laughs> the, wait, that should be their own segment, the Seekonk dick stomp. Well, I don't like know that the, we need to do that. Yeah, we don't just, really no, like, no, for racing. that, like, that should be their thing. Oh, yeah, just one, sure. just one dick stomp of the week, and Brad told me I wasn't allowed to win it myself. Yeah, even though, even though yeah. it's my award. Uh, Luke LeBron picked up a win, I believe, also at Seekonk, um, with a BFP sticker on there. George Bissett won with the Mad Pup, a BFP sticker. Anthony Bella won with a BFP sticker. Marcello Rafrano finished second. Andrew Moeller won with a BFP sticker. Kyle Streeter was uh, put it on the podium at White Mountain Motorsports Park. Gio Ruggiero won somewhere in Florida, I assume. Logan Melcher was on the podium. Kevin Oliver was on the podium, and. Uh, Ryan Vaness Jr., I believe, is actually I think he won at uh, the Conk as well. So, a uh, whole bunch of friends on on podiums. Yeah, did we get all of the Oxford ones? Did you say Nate? For, for <clears> I did. Uh, no. I think you probably said Cookson in the Super Late Models finished second. Like you said, Kevin Oliver. Um, just going down through the Oxford rundown. I think Joey Israelson listens to the show. He was third in the Street Stock Race. Uh, Nate 
was not on the podium. He was fifth. So that's tough. Um, I hate it for the guys. Wes Cassett and Matt Beers finished second in the sports stonk race. Um, I didn't watch. Like That's the downfall of being pitted in the bowels at Wes Cassett is like, I didn't watch a single lap of any other race, but I went home and watched it on Speed 51, and all the races were good. They were all entertaining up I there. I wasn't kidding. When that's Mount Son of a Bitch when you have to be down in that phone. They have cell phone service area. down there, though. That was a pleasant yeah. surprise. Yeah. Um, my phone usually never worked down there. If my phone doesn't work here, which is tough. Um, but it worked down there, so that was cool. Uh, let's make sure I'm not missing anybody else. Obviously, uh, I, I I definitely uh, pat myself on the back for being a podium pal. But. I forgot to uh, jot down Jason Corliss picked up uh, a podium, finished third in the uh, 10K to win. 250 lapper at White Mountain Motorsports Park. The uh, the act guys, 43 cars showed up. They took 30, sent a whole bunch of cars home, and uh, that was DJ Shaw. The fact that they brought uh, 43 cars was good enough for me to purchase Racing America for the first time, I think, in my life. So um, bought that, was able to watch that. So while uh, Oxford was going on, while we were slinging beers, I uh, had the act race. I was tuned into that, and uh, pretty good show. They whole uh, a lot of. Uh, Beating and banging, a lot of our pals beating and banging, and uh, ended up, you know, 25, 26 to go. They had a restart, and uh, Corliss took the outside, which um, was, I mean, I guess the the preferred groove for sure. But uh, I don't think that he thought that DJ Shaw was going to get into him as soon as he did. But he just kind of moved him up the racetrack, and uh, Corliss slipped back to third and wasn't able to regain um, uh, track position. I guess to get back up to him. But Jesse Switzer finished second, and. Uh, DJ Shaw went on to win, which um, obviously, if anyone remembers last year, probably the best finish I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Jason Corliss had to use up DJ Shaw on his outside with his hood up because he couldn't see for the last like three or four laps. So a little bit of payback there. I uh, had to have known that it was going to come. He definitely knew. Uh, he said in, in the post-race interview that he knew that it was going to come. Just kind of wished that it was a little bit later. But um, 25, 26 to go, DJ Shaw took the lead, went out, and uh, won the $10,000 back that he, uh, he had going into turn three last year. So. Good also, for, uh, Logan Melcher finished second in the Super League models at Wiscasset, I forgot to mention. Good on um, good on them for putting on one fuck of a show. But, yeah, so uh, coming up this week, I uh, I mean, I, I'm i going to uh, end up going on tour uh, in the state of Connecticut for this week. I I'd said earlier on this year that I wasn't going to end up at Stafford for the rest of the year, and um, then they tri-track put on a race at Waterford where everyone in their left uncle got a ride, and... Um, Seems like they got a pretty pretty high car count. Tri tracks, something that'll uh, usually get me in my vehicle and to drive to a place far away, like Thunder Road earlier this year. So haven't been to Waterford for anything other than the finale at the end of the year, the last two years, and uh, gonna go check out the house that Daddy's building um, down there at Waterford for the Tri Track series. But I would be uh, pretty stupid to go to Waterford on Saturday and not go to Safford on on uh, Friday night. So they have the SK Five K, so I'll be there on Friday night as well, and then. Uh, I like Mike Jr.'s having a little bit of a get-together that I'm going to Make sure you on shake Sunday, him so. down and get my T-shirt from him. I will for sure. Uh, also, Make Jennerstown. Sure bully that bully. Jennerstown's this weekend, which uh, I've gone the last two or three years. Won't be making the trip this year, uh, unfortunately, which is tough. Jennerstown's a beautiful facility if anyone... Uh, is that the Motor Mountain Masturbate race or yeah, whatever? Yeah, 10K to win. That's, anyone, that's it, Bob. Anyone <laughs> that... Uh, it has the means to uh, to make it out there. I definitely recommend going to Jennerstown. Beautiful facility. They put on a great program, and uh, a whole bunch of people from up here going down there. Eddie McDonald is going to be down there. Corey Casagrande, Derek Griffith, Mike Hopkins, Gabe Brown, Jimmy Renfrew Jr., Joey Pohl, Luke Hinckley, um, just uh, Brandon Barker, Kate Ray, just to name um, all of them. I've so. never Jennerstowned <laughs> before. 
They race super modified there with the Isma Tour. I'd love to go try it out. Place is fucking fast. It is badass. It's so sick. You can uh, obviously buy a pit pass. You end up on the infield, but you can pay like an extra ten bucks and park your car down there and just sit there and tailgate all day. Um, highly recommend. We last year, two years ago, whenever I went, we we backed the car and and uh, we're just sitting there gassing beers. Jeremy Mayfield had came over and was shooting the shit with people fucking next to us. For all I know, he was probably gassing beers too. He had a race to run, but fuck it. Um, oh, speaking of that, <clears throat> there was a guy at Wiscasset this past weekend oh. in the Sportsman or Limited, but what are they called? Super Streets. Cleaned out Maddie Beers in the heat race. I didn't see that. I'm just reading on Facebook. And then the guy himself wrote on Facebook that the track told him he wasn't allowed to race the feature because he was drunk. And he was all pissed off that they wouldn't let him breathalyze to prove that he wasn't drunk, but there was a lot of rambling and misspelled words in his Facebook post that kind of led me to believe he may have been drunk. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, shout out that guy. That's something. I've Just seen. main racetrack things. You know, he said, uh, fuck this class and fuck this place. I'm out of here. So maybe uh, Oxford might be gaining a car. I don't know. Fuck yeah. Had uh, two or three people. I saw the post myself because I'm friends with the guy, but I had two or three other people send it to me as well after the fact. Uh, that's pretty wicked, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, self thrown out of your local racetrack because they think you're drunk. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I, know that they have breathalyzers at Oxford either. So good for him. I <laughs> am gonna refrain from saying anything. Right Charlie now. knows exactly what I'm talking about because when I saw it, we were at Applebee's, and I'm like, Charlie, Charlie, look at this, <laughs> look at fucking this, and he's like, that this makes a lot of sense. Uh, uh, I'm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so episode. My tongue hurts from biting it so hard. One seventy eight. Do we want to talk about NASCAR? Oh yeah, NASCAR did happen. I mean our good pal, friend of the program, multiple time guest, Derek Nealon picked up his second win with Tyler Reddick uh at the helm in the cup series. Well fucking red dog. Happy for the pals. Uh, the what? only driver in the NASCAR Winston Cup series field with a Bobby Timmons t shirt. Picked up the win at Indianapolis, so I expect uh, Martin Truex and Kevin Harvick to be placing their orders for one any day now. Bob, before <laughs> we get too uh, carried away here. Do we got one this week? Bob, we got one this Fuck week. Fuck yeah, Chris is back to pooping. I, I told, I told Puskis, we, we got hate mail. We, we There were death threats. Uh, there was no pooper, uh, no pooper review last week, um, and, and we're just going to go right into it. Uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Puskis Pooper Review. If this isn't a 10.0, I don't, I mean... 8.3 out of 10. Well, All right. An abundance of stalls, so no waiting in line. Decent well, amount of well room. That. that carries weight. <laughs> yes. Uh, very, very high quality turd paper. Very bright lights and stainless hardware. Decent breeze and no smell in the air. So uh, why are we at a 10? Oh, Bob, I'm not done. I know. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm like helping hype it up for you. I'm 100% convinced the shitters are the sole reason Roger Penske bought this place. <laughs> not because of the history. It was because of the quality of the shitters. In here, we're all in the captain's chair. <laughs> Still but, don't know why we're not at a 10. Mind you, Roger is literally kind of his boss, but it says, Great purchase, Rog. You did well. <laughs> Roger definitely doesn't listen to the show, so I think he's okay. <laughs> Are we sure? P.S. Sorry for no pooper review in Pocono. Can't shit on my home track. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, so, uh, that's, that makes sense. That's the uh, Puskas Pooper review from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 8.3 out of 10. Chris Puskas is the engine tuner for the number two of Austin Sindrick, uh working. We'll finished on, P2. He did. He did do that. And I believe that was my pick. Unfortunately, it was. For me, it was. Yeah. I, uh, did you? Did, is Brad still not finished last yet? Nope. Nope. I don't know what Chase Briscoe was doing. But when I turned, <laughs> we turned the race on with like 
six to go. I'm more uh, concerned with what Rosh Jassane was doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was uh, he was like 11th and then he was like, I turn now, and just kept... I think he thought he was going to get away with pulling a fast one on NASCAR. He passed was, 20 cars in 100 feet and yeah. was like, I'm going to win this race. And, and like, NASCAR no, was like, no, no. It's not that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't... And he also said I couldn't go any more right, which, like, true, I guess, but he went very much straight Le- straight yeah. and left <laughs> yeah, I, to the, just not go on the, the eight show. cars behind him drove all they all drove through the grass so you could have done to that be fair it. joey logano just said fuck it and uh just uh yeah. seven wide bottom seven wide bottom yeah as a spotter you're at that point you got to just be like i don't know figure it out <laughs> like it. you got it Dale. <laughs> yeah <laughs> five wide third in from the left i don't fucking know what's going on here but uh no i don't know what the fuck that was either that, that finish I, was straight out of eye racing yeah well i think they said it but i think it might have been jeff burton actually it was like there's just no respect anymore oh they, i think that it, i hope it was dale jarrett because i'm still on the i'm fully on the board of jeff Bort, borton Borden. jesus christ <laughs> borton burton has never said anything like i don't know what'd you just say what was the word you just used respectable no respect for that you said i think it was jeff burton who said oh fuck it wasn't respectful it was before that actually it was before you even said jeff burton I think you said like something about bringing up a good point or something like that. Oh, and Jeff oh, Burns oh, oh, never oh. met Jeff. He's just, I fucking hate listening to Kermit announce <laughs> racing. Dude, it is. Dale Jarrett's also a bit of a doofus sometimes, but uh, I think that yeah. he's also like a hundred years old at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, what's even crazier about that. See that signed picture of Dale Jarrett and Ned Jarrett on the wall. Sure uh, Ned do. Jarrett is still alive too. Yeah. Ned Jarrett <laughs> was old 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. He's still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's, Kind of, yeah, wow. surprise to yeah. me. Kind of. But unless, yeah. unless during the recording of this program, something terrible happened. Ned Jarrett, Google. <laughs> Ned Jarrett, TMZ. The fuck did he do to get on TMZ? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. 89 years old. Yeah, I was going to say, he's he's all of a thousand. <sighs> Still doing all right. Yeah, well, well he's, <laughs> he's alive. His heart is beating. <laughs> yeah. So in the uh, picks, Brad, uh, I feel like <clears throat> the three cars that we picked, all three of us would have picked those three, just who was going to pick who. I yeah. wanted to go with Cindric, but he'd just been running so poorly lately that I didn't dare, but I, I guess I probably should have. I picked Chase Briscoe, who uh, fiddle fucking around in 23rd. I'll never use him again. Well, to be fair, Cindric wasn't going to finish second until no, but he was fucking gonna, melee but he, happened at the he end. He was but. ahead of Briscoe the entire six laps that I watched. So I don't know what happened to Briscoe. He might have got cleaned out early in the run. I, I AJ was idea, fucking going to – I thought I was going to win picks, and then AJ got all spun around and finished <sighs> six or seven. And he was overheating, dying in the race car. Yeah. That didn't look – Well, he also fired it off in the puckies there too, which didn't, didn't help. Look, uh, yeah, but before that, he was like – his cool suit broke. Distressed in the car. Yeah, you, they they did the in car, and you could tell like he was not doing well. He, yeah, he was having a rough time, and then he like just melted out of the car once they they parked it. So, but he finished seventh, and uh, so Brad finishes second. I finished third. Charlie, you and I are tied at forty seven. Oh boy. Uh, Brad's got thirty with uh, you know we're we're gonna need him to start having some bad. It's a bit weeks. of a runaway at this point, I think. But yeah, yeah. So. Uh, with that being said, uh, got anything else from Indy, or are we moving on to Michigan? Moving on to Michigan, I guess. I'm going to take Martin Truex Jr., I guess. Uh, I don't really like to root for him to win, but I need a win, so come on, fucking buddy. Did you send us the deal yet? I haven't. No, I'm it's... looking at one from a couple weeks ago. Um, 
Well, shit. <laughs> Doesn't look like I've used him at all this year, so... Uh... Wait, have Ooh. I used Kyle Busch in the last couple weeks? You have not used I don't think I've used him at all this at year. At all. All right, I'll use Kyle Busch. Use one Kyle Busch appearance. Give, give me the what Michigan? Yeah. Uh, Can't wait fuck. to fuck that bitch again. Uh, <laughs> give me. It's a weird time where it's like, do you want to use the the decent guys yet? But like, also you've used a lot of them. Get Christopher Bell. Okay. So we uh, all picked Gibbs cars. Yes. Yep. Sure did. Yep. 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 So my weekend this weekend, uh, Friday night, Star Speedway, a rare Friday night show for Star. Um, in conjunction with working with Lee Speedway, they're going to run their weekly program on Friday night. So uh, ten dollar admission uh, or two for fifteen if you bring uh, a pal. So uh, if you're yep. looking for some cheap okay. racing on a Friday night, you have to go down and check out Star Speedway. <laughs> Not that I'm points racing, but I am one point back at Jeffrey Battle. We've uh, pretty much run away with it. It's going to come down to just him and I. We have three points races left. He still has the better car. Um, we've been closer, but uh, we're not out of it. And like I said, I'm not. I've never been a good points racer, and I'm not chasing points. But it's close enough, and getting to the end of it now, where I'm like, eh, I gotta, I, I can't ignore it. You know, I gotta, I gotta pay attention and. With points racing, for me, it's just get the most out every night, and the points will take care of themselves. But, like I said, I can't ignore it any longer. I've tried. I've tried. But everyone, I get 10 different people, oh, you're only one point back. Because I had a bunch of people ask after the last star race. And I'm like, oh, I'm still 10 points out of the lead. And then that was most certainly not that. So, got that to look forward to. Um, Saturday night, I don't even know if I'm going to find myself at a racetrack. Um I thought about going to Waterford for the tri track, you know, making a making a trip out of it with Abby, you know, do the whole casino deal. But then I remembered uh, I I still want to race my big block super at some point, so I should probably spend the day working on that. Might buzz up to Oxford and spectate. Might end up literally anywhere other than a racetrack Saturday night. I don't know. And then Sunday got some family shit going on, so pretty low key weekend for me. Yeah. Uh, f- Friday for me, uh, we're gonna go up to Oxford for the, uh, I guess. It's no longer Welfare Wednesday, but it's on Fridays now. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch that program. Uh, Shelby Shirtliff, uh, Mrs. Russell Poland, now is going to make her return to the Oxford Plain Speedway. So we're going to go and Fucking ladies league. hoot and holler and dump our tits out or whatever you do for those uh, particular events. And Yell uh, three for Dale every time she goes by because yep. she's number three. We're going we're gonna to go support that. And then uh, we're going to go up to camp Friday night. Uh not that camp, okay. but uh, <laughs> right. yeah, the benefits of that are over. <laughs> and uh, I got all bright eyed and fucking. Nope. Charlie's going to be the only 2022 champion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to go up to camp uh, or Lindsay's mother's camp. And we're going to hang out there Friday evening, wake up uh, and uh, hang out there and maybe go back to Oxford on Saturday. And then I don't know. So. Sundays are always a uh, low key, you know, antiquing or fucking something like that. Jeez, Bob, you're not even gonna go to Lee on Saturday night. 
No, no, I uh, have no interest in going to spectate a big block super race knowing that mine's not done. It, it makes me salty, which is why I'm really working hard to try to get mine done for the Star Classic because I can tell you I will be very salty if my big block car is not done for the Star Classic and I get to see all the other big blocks there. So, and that's uh, also not fair. I've been dragging Abby to racetracks all summer long. I finally, I don't have many free Saturday nights, so. If uh, she wants to do something else, then we'll do something else. But Hashtag growth. There is a big block. Uh, New England Super Modified Series Always Silver Classic is at Lee on Saturday night. Um, go check that out if you love big block supers. Even if you don't, go support Lee. Lee supports the shit out of us. So Yes. <clears throat> so we should probably be better in supporting them. But like also, said, sometimes you can't spend every day at the racetrack. Also, because of all the information that we just said there, big shout out Bobby Weber and uh, Lee USA yeah, like like I said, working together—that's cool as fuck. Joe yeah, Bobby, Bassett, Bobby moved his show to Friday night um, so that Lee could have that Saturday date, and then uh, definitely a heads-up move. Um, you know, giving the spectators a, a discount and a deal on the Friday night deal because it is tough to draw in a crowd on a Friday night. So, like I said, ten dollars spectators, two for fifteen if you bring a pal. Uh, kids under ten, I believe, are free. So come to Star Speedway on Friday if you got nothing else going on. We're off at Bartlett, obviously. So, yeah. No. Oh, uh, don't know how I forgot this. Uh, Thursday, also Portland Sea Dogs game. Apparently, I'm throwing the opening pitch on purpose, or you're just gonna run out on the field? Uh, well, no, they're actually gonna let me do it, but uh, no, uh, cool. through work they're gonna. They asked me to do it. Nice. I said, all right. So hopefully, I make it to home. I think we might have a guest next Monday's program. Um, the fastest short track man in the country right now. So you can use your imagination and see if you can figure that out. I actually try to throw a baseball, and sometimes it's just not good. So I hope that what it's one mean? of those. We'll just we have every a good game while, toss. Every once in a while, there's a mishap. There yeah, is. Do yeah. something stupid so you go viral and yeah. make sure you're wearing a BFP <laughs> yeah. shirt. Yeah, like, well, wear a BFP I, shirt and then hit a cameraman in the fucking, nuts. Unfortunately, uh, there is a specific shirt that I have to wear while I do one it. One hop that bitch so it like goes haywire. <laughs> throw it to the crowd. I'll just throw it to second. Fuck them. <laughs> That's going to be something. Yeah. You just wind up for like a softball throw. You'll dislocate your shoulder, but well, apparently, like, what there, the fuck are apparently you there's all sorts of rules about softball pitching that I was completely unaware of until I have to put SportsCenter on the TV. Typically, you have to be a girl, and you, well, yeah, uh, but you apparently you, you can't do a, a hop deal. And I've, I've every time I've seen a softball pitch, I feel like there's always like a hop, and like they oh, uh, that's I, cricket. I don't know. The cricket be. pitch is like one hop. Fuck if I know. I don't know. But they also yeah. play with canoe paddles instead of bats. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. I don't need to understand. No. It's for them and them only. So, 78. Ivan Cavill. Mark Samet on the Isma Tour. Tiger Colby's sportsman car at Oxford. Beach MacLeod. Last week's winner. That one uh, modified that I don't know. That Stafford. <clears throat> that guy? That's all I can tell you. That guy? <laughs> That's yeah. pretty much all I can tell you. 78. 78. I don't know many 78s. I'm out. The former Denver, uh, no, Furniture Row team oh, was yeah. 78 in the Cup Series. With Truex. And Kurt Busch and Reggie. Reggie. Reagan Smith. Reagan Smith. Yeah. Some guy once at a bar drunk called him Reggie Smith when we were watching the <laughs> Daytona 500 a million years ago, and I just can't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reggie Smith. Oh. Same, same guy. Yeah. Reggie. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking character. We met him at the bar in Dover or at the casino. It was Reggie. Reggie. Reggie Smith is a yeah. character. Yeah. Reggie Smith. 
Jeez Louise. That's that guy. Louise, jeez. We trying to get dinner, boys? Definitely going to yeah. do speed ups tonight. Yeah. My, uh, Are you coming with us, Charlie? I think uh, there, there might be four of us going. Nice. Oh, wow. Uh, I, yeah, this uh, this is like a record. It's eight o'clock and we're fucking. Yeah, I was up. I was fucking pants off, fucking just chilling after work, and Bob shows up an hour earlier than I expected. I was like, oh <laughs> fuck, it's gonna be an early night. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. My schedule is very just. There, there's no spur of the moment. There's also no more handball tournament going on, so I, I'm down to go to B Dubs and not get screamed at <sighs> no by way. strangers. Like last yeah. week, me and Brad watched yeah. Monster Jam. Like <gasps> that's that's what was on the big fucking screen. We're like, fuck yeah, dude. We should have been those people. We should have just done it. We should. Grave digger. I'm a little disappointed that. I didn't see that. Yeah, well, that's haven't been... B-dubbed in like two months. I know, I know. It, it's been a, like it's been a tight Brad's budget. I finally like... sold those fucking tires so I can eat now. Me and Brad's <laughs> conversate, like deepest conversations about life take place at B-dubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're like, so what do you think about the moon landing? We're like, nah, bullshit. Do you huh? suppose the tension between Ukraine and Russia is dwindling yet? Yeah, tweet that. <laughs> did no, you get just... what I sent back to you or do I sent you last night? Yeah, so I, I saw that this morning. First thing I, I see when I wake up is so Bob and I listen to this podcast, Wet Jeans, which um it very free ad, very free ad. You can very have free our ad. humor. It it it's not uh, it, they would definitely offend a lot of people, but if you listen to us, you probably wouldn't get offended to what they say. But so <laughs> Uh, one of the guys, Andy, said, "Fucking, what's your most toxic trait? Mine is that I love murdering people." <laughs> and Bobby said, "He's a ten, but he keeps committing triple homicides." <laughs> and the kid said, "Tweet," because that's what he always says. But the funny thing about Bobby sending me that is, I was asleep when he sent that. And Timmy Weber, who I don't text all too often, at seven eighteen in the morning, right after I woke up, sent me wet jeans and said, "When I found this podcast, I heard the first ten minutes and knew you'd be all over it." And I was like, "Listen to it every Wednesday, pal." Asked me if I had any other good ones. I said, said uh, Flagrant with Andrew Schultz and Two Bears, One Cave with Burt Kreischer. Pretty funny fucking shows that... Uh, Brad and I went to... Obviously, uh, BFP first, though. We stopped at Dairy Queen in Wyndham to get ice creams last night, and uh, Brad's in front of me. And I'm like, it was a long line, so I had some time to think, and I'm like, man, when Brad gets to the window, I'm just going to fucking lay on the horn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I waited for him to like start to say a sentence, like, Meep. And then he like looks at his mirror. I don't think he knew it was me. Oh, I definitely did. And uh, until I started beeping the horn anyway, and then he starts talking again. Meep. And he, now I see him give me a dirty look. And then the third time I, Meep. and uh, he drives off. So I drive up to the window and I'm like, hey, welcome to Dairy Queen. How can I help you? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, uh, can we ask you why you were honking the horn? I was like, ah, that's the guy behind me. Clearly a female behind me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, so sorry, sir. Um, you know, please drive up or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Yeah. And then I pull up to the window and they're like, yeah, the uh, the car in front of you paid for your ice cream because you were honking at him. And I'm like, oh. That's not why I paid for his ice okay. cream. I was just going to pay for his ice cream regardless, but then he's decided to be a fucking dick about it. So I, I, as we're rolling around the building, though, they have like this new like limited edition fucking some sort of blizzard thing. I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. And I'm like, surely they'll have it at the, the ordering window because the line was taking so long. I was definitely going to forget. So I get to the window and I roll down my window and I'm like, oh, fuck, what did I want? It, like, I couldn't even remember. I can't even tell you what it is right now. But basically, I was like, oh, fuck, what do I want? And then I went to go, like, start. I was like, hey, do you get... And then Bobby's like, Arr. I'm like, um, what? fuck. Uh, I don't remember what I want. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it, it, it was just on the menu. Like, what are your limited edition things? They start talking. And I was like, Dis disregard the dickhead behind me laying on the horn. <laughs> 
Uh, and yeah, so when I got to the window, I thought it was me, and I was like, no, it was Bob. And then I was like, I'll just pay for his, too. I was going to do it beforehand, but uh, Corey Russell just came in with a late Patreon edition uh, question. Way too early, Oxygen 250 winner picks. Jeremy Worf. Jeremy Worf was the winner of this past week's 100 lapper, his first win at Oxford since he picked up a 250 win in 2006. Um, Joey Dwyer. Another good one. Yeah, those are definitely one and two, I would assume. For uh, Trevor Sanborn's been on a hot streak lately. He has, um, he has. You still can't count out Austin Terrace. He didn't have a great finish the other night. After also, him and Trevor made some contact, but those guys always have speed and... Anytime Kevin Nobly is uh, is the brains behind the operation, you can't count him out. The only T-shirts that are being sold on Saturday were Jeff Taylor T-shirts. Yeah, I was going to say, one one not to be left out is Jeff Taylor because he races literally like maybe twice a year, and he's always very competitive, and the other night he had something fucking figured out, and he was fucking moving. While Joey DeWiron was falling back on the outside, that's usually his groove. Uh, Jeff Taylor was coming forward on the outside. Yeah, Um, just by himself. Also can't count out Cole Butcher. No. No, and Cassius. Obviously, yeah. Is Cassius running the 250? He's on the entry list. Nice. Good for him. I had had a conversation with Cassius a while back, and he said he wasn't sure. Don't blame him. He's an old school guy, and he's like, I don't fucking pay for him, and I don't fucking work on him. So if <laughs> I don't get a ride, I won't have a ride. So good to see that he picked up a deal. Yep. So, all right. That was 178. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car. 